There is a magic ingredient that oftentimes gets overlooked and is the fuel that can either reduce friction and self-sabotage as you make those big changes, or it can actually increase friction and self-sabotage. This is your internal approach to executing those carefully chosen action steps. So again, it's your approach to how you show up for those action steps. Many of us are on the doorstep of big shifts, changes, and starting new chapters that absolutely require not only solid goals and aligned action steps, but how we approach the forward movement is key to reducing internal friction and resistance. This next big chapter for you really requires that you approach your doings with a different way of being. Welcome to The Reframe, where fear is brave. Here, you will learn tools, techniques, and strategies to get you back in the driver's seat of your own life so you can access more vitality and energy to do the things you love, deepen your relationship with others as well as yourself, and show up every day as the person you know you are meant to be. I am your host, Rebecca Molman, trauma therapist turned coach. Let's dive in. I want to talk with those of you that know that you are standing at the doorstep of your next big move or big chapter. Moving from where you've plateaued and literally up leveling to the next version of yourself. You can feel this big transition. And it might feel like you're standing on the edge of a cliff and knowing that you have to jump off, trusting that your wings remember how to fly. And I know that this has personally been my experience so far. Today is all about why we can't make that jump successfully, doing the things the way we have been doing them up until this point. I had a massive aha moment recently that brought this into a full-bodied awareness and has absolutely shifted how I am approaching my own goals in a very positive, powerful, and fulfilling way. It is really important to have those clearly defined and aligned goals. This is our roadmap to where we're going, where we're headed, and the quality of our goals determines how efficiently we will get to where we're going and with how much grace we're going to get there. Goals are relatively meaningless unless we have equally defined action steps directing us in the path towards those goals. Creating change requires intentional movement in that direction. There is certainly strategy around creating action steps that work for you, that are effective and are sustainable, and we'll dive into that in another podcast. There is a magic ingredient that oftentimes gets overlooked and is the fuel that can either reduce friction and self-sabotage as you make those big changes, or it can actually increase friction and self-sabotage. This is your internal approach to executing those carefully chosen action steps. So again, it's your approach to how you show up for those action steps. When we make big changes, this demands that our mental models shift and that our emotional patterning reorganize to support this next level up. Say that your next level up or even big goal, dream, and desire that you're 
aiming towards is to have more vitality and to be healthier, more energy. You've decided that you're going to address possibly your weight and your diet to achieve this. So the goal is to lose, say, 20 pounds and eat healthier, whatever this means to you. Your action steps are possibly going to the gym three times a week and walking in the evenings, as well as eating lighter in the evenings and staying away from processed or greasy foods. Now, this is where it starts to get interesting. All of that we do on a regular basis, at least once a year around the 1st of January. But there's a reason why a lot of times the goals that we set for ourselves, especially when their paradigm shifts, seem to fall away pretty quickly and we're not able to actually meet them. This is where it gets interesting. Everything up until this point, having the goal, dream, or desire, having the goal, having the action steps, that's pretty self-explanatory. But it's really in the approach that you're taking from the inside out towards your action steps that are going to make all of the difference in the world for you. So let's take a look at some common ways that people approach uh, just things in life in general that are going to create more friction than necessary. Say you come from a place of general frustration. It could sound like, I can't believe I have to do this, or it takes so much time. This will immediately tap your energy reserves. You are literally trying to talk yourself out of doing this thing that you know will get you to where you want to go. Another thing is when you move with criticism and judgment, right front and center, immediately out of the gate, you're kicking your feet out from under you before you can even get started. Defeatism is your Eeyore. I can't do this. This will never work. If you have a tendency to show up in this way, just recognize the thoughts and the beliefs for what it is and proactively choose to move in a different way. Invoke your inner tigger. I can do this. This will be fun. So shifting from a defeatism overall mental model to something a little bit more optimistic or energized and engaged. And on a note with this one, anytime we're doing this and we're adopting something that is outside of the way we've always shown up in the world, it can feel like it's a complete lie. And every cell in your body is rejecting a more positive or affirmative way of being. And in a way, it is kind of a lie because you have not been engaging in that way before. And that's okay. Just take a moment and observe that sensation and seriously fake it till you make it, so to speak. A trick that you can use that makes this process just a little bit easier and is often a softer approach is to say, I'm learning how to do this. More and more every day, I am getting better. So it's softening into your subconscious a more positive and adaptive programming than the defeatist approach or the world is against me, that Eeyore. Lastly, we're going to look at the beliefs that things are hard. There are a lot of other ones that we could look at. I'm just mentioning a few here. But it's important to at least bring up the belief that culturally we have is, for most people, is that things have to be hard to be successful. Things have to be hard or difficult or challenging or exhausting to make a difference, to make big impact, to make big changes. 
And we've been saturated in this belief system and network for since we've been babies. It creates a very rigid and toxic self-sacrificing behavior. We will get into this very specifically in a future podcast and other underlying belief systems that are working against you rather than for you as you're reaching for your goals. But right now, just be aware that this is typically for most people running in the background, maybe not even consciously, but when you settle back and you calm your body, calm your mind, and you might notice that this is most certainly running in the background, this belief. So going back to our example, this is a great desire, right? To have more vitality, energy, and health with reasonable goals and sustainable action steps. Can you see that how you show up for the, from the inside out for this journey to reach your goals will either be filled with a lot of friction or not, depending on how your internal approach is. These are called mental models that have corresponding emotional or hormone patterns associated with them. Leveraging your sympathetic nervous system or your stress response to get things done, which is that go, 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 push, push, push piece, can only last for so long. Ironically, when you're consistently dumping cortisol into your system, which is a stress hormone, that is actually in working against your desire in this example to lose weight. So this mentality of push, 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 go, 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 work, 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 hard, 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 that we have been indoctrinated with and saturated with is necessary in certain moments, in spurts, short periods of time. We are meant to live, breathe, work, and play for the most part out of our parasympathetic nervous system. This is also known as where we rest and digest and recover, where we find inspiration, creativity, connection, and play. What if you approached what you have set out to do in front of you, the thing that will move the needle the most for you in the right direction from a place of interest and curiosity, possibly. Curiosity is accessible for all of us. As little ones, we overflowed with so much curiosity, it brought spontaneous bouts of delight and likely landed us in some compromising situations or on the short end of the stick from a frustrated parent. Regardless, Imagine for a moment if instead of arguing with yourself all the way to the gym, you felt excited and curious on what your body could do that day. How would that change your experience? You're still going to the gym. How would you like to show up for that process? Would you be more likely to follow through? Would you enjoy the process more? I think so. What if we looked at gratitude for a minute. Gratitude for the opportunity to do something different. Instead of constantly criticizing and judging, using this example, your body, take a moment and shift into a state of gratitude that you even have a body to do that. You have the ability to buy fresh food rather than the processed food. That it, it is an absolute miracle that you are even here experiencing this thing called life. Moving through life, cultivating a practice of gratitude will absolutely change the experience you have moment to moment. Dedication is another one that you could approach things from, a place of dedication to yourself or even to somebody else. 
you can dedicate and the intentional actions you're taking every day towards your goals to the version of yourself that you are becoming, to a loved one that has passed possibly, to deepen a core value like commitment, pride, perseverance. This will give more substance to those moments you feel defeated, lackluster, or fall into old mental models. Guys, we always have a choice. We can choose to suffer by the mental models that create internal resistance, friction, and anxiety, or we can choose to move from, say, curiosity, gratitude, excitement, and a state of being that says, I got this. I'm growing. I'm getting stronger. More and more every day, I have more vitality and energy. I'm sure that as you're watching or listening to this, you conceptually get what I'm saying. But the real aha moment is going to come when you start to play with physically embodying the information in this new state of being into your body. So the first step that you do is write down and catalog what internal states or mental models that you notice coming up in your life in general. And then could those be replaced with more adaptive or resilient models? So literally list them out, get familiar with them, and then start to play with how you would rather experience life. That's internal state of being. So step two is what qualities do you want to fuel your forward movement, fuel you moving forward? What energy do you want to bring to the table to be pouring out of you as you do hard things, as you engage with people, as you just engage with life in general, these things could, some examples are things like passion, excitement, grace, joy, playfulness, dedication, ease, and patience. And of course, there are many, many more. What are the qualities that resonate the most with you? And I want you for step two is to pick three of these qualities that you'd like to start practicing to infuse from the inside out as you engage with your action steps and just your day in general. So step three, pick the number one top quality that you want to work on today and then set a timer for every 40 minutes. Whatever you are doing, see how you can bring that energy of, say, patience, for example, or joy into what you're doing. What does it feel like to do the dishes with joy? Seriously, what does it feel like to do the dishes with joy or more patience? When you drive to work, soaking in the sense of ease, letting your racing thoughts take a back seat for just a moment. What does it feel like to maybe wash your truck with joy and playfulness, letting seriousness relax back and just take a break? Again, we have been trained to be incredibly serious, productive, and that it needs to take force and effort to get things done. But what if it didn't have to be that way? What if your next chapter actually required that you approach your doings with a different way of being? Let me say that one more time. What if your next chapter required that you approach your doings with a different way of being. I know that this has been an absolute paradigm shift for me. In fact, 
completely changing my quality of life as soon as I got it through my head and my body and started practicing these things, this particular practice on a regular basis, almost immediately. It didn't take very long. So I'd be very curious to hear what states of being, they're your top three that you'd like to move forward with and are committed to. And until next time, may you be the change you desire to see in the world. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button and share it with a friend. It helps bring this content out to more people that need to hear it the most. And as always, may you be the change you want to see in the world.